0: Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. This is episode 26 with Bradley Bishop. I recorded this at the New Home Studio. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, the, the GoPro battery died after around 20, 22 minutes, something like that. So uh, the rest of the episode is audio. If you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, um, Google Music, Amazon Podcasts or um, Podbean, then uh, the whole Episode won't be affected, but uh yeah, I, I recommend checking out the YouTube just to see the video. Um, checking out the studio and that sort of stuff. It's come a decent decent way along since I first started with the podcast, and hope that hopefully it uh, all keeps going and getting some pretty rad guests on the show and telling some pretty good stories. So as far as dates, we've got kicking off at seven o'clock. Smith's Alternative on Sunday the eleventh of October. We have open mic at the basement on the twentieth of October. Doors at seven thirty. Kicks off at eight. So get in early to secure a spot. The last few have been really successful. And uh, if you want to uh, get a good spot, you got to get in there, uh, get in there close to doors. Uh, and then also you've got um, Boardwalk Comedy on the 28th of October, run by my buddy Ross Yeoman. Okay, so there's some of the uh, comedy dates coming up. Hope you uh, enjoy this episode as much as I did uh, recording it. And uh, shout out to Bradley for being on the show. And uh, now enjoy the rest of the episode. Bradley Bishop, how you doing, bro?
1: Good, man. Good to be back. Can hardly see your face over this boom arm. I suppose that's not such a bad thing, is it?
0: Oh man, this the the thing is like before the boom arms, this was just some fucking like super heavy mics that everyone would have to hold. Yeah, I remember doing weights the last time, just to fucking prepare. <laughs> Benny Eggs came on the show the first time and then again the last episode. Yeah. Um and then we'll we'll chatting about like the boom arm. So finally it's taken me what like so many episodes and I'm finally finally well, got these fucking. They're
1: fucking expensive, man. They take ages to come as well. Like I got mine a few months ago and I ordered it at Better Music. And they're like, sorry man, but we've been like fucking on backlog of these things. And I was like, that's all good and i was like it should be here in about three weeks and it ended up arriving like a month and a half later. So
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah. I've yeah. still been
1: too lazy to start up any of my podcasts though, so
0: I oh, mean the um it's fucking just uh anticipating the uh the arrival of the bloody Bradley Bishop podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, I put it out of feeler on fucking Instagram too early, I because <laughs> I live like I said, I live with fuck like three other people. So that in a small share house. And a dog. You just... Fuck, bro. The amount of times, like, you'd be like, all right, sweet, I could do this now. And then someone will come home, like, we'll do some vacuuming. We'll want to cook dinner or some shit. So it's like, fuck. So that's why I'm excited once I get to Newcastle, have my own fucking room similar to this. I might do it in the garage downstairs. Yeah, Um, yeah. And, yeah, my missus was like, can we get an indoor plant? Can we fucking have, you know, fairy lights and all this shit? I was like, dude, I don't give a fuck. Like, Whatever the fuck you want to put in the house, put it in the fucking house, man. I'll take the garage because whatever I fucking design, dude, if I put a fucking indoor plant somewhere, she'd be like, that indoor plant doesn't look good there. Like that doesn't belong. And I was just like, let's just avoid the fight by you just fucking taking control of whatever you want, whatever sofa you want, whatever size TV, fucking cabinets. I don't give a fuck. Just we'll buy it, put it there. And I don't want to hear about it.
0: Make That's it the easier. man. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> So you fucking... Um, so I, I don't have like that 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 desire to fucking increase the amount of shit I got, man. I'm the opposite. Like, Are you I'll, trying to downsize? Because I, I kept so much stuff for so long, dude. And then moving into this place, I had to move so much shit. And I'm like, I never want to fucking move that much crap again. Yeah. And you probably know moving like interstate, so it's, much it's fucking a, stuff. It's,
1: dude. And you realize it's like, I've got shit that I don't use that I have, that I'm like, I might use this one day. So I've got this Bunnings Warehouse soccer ball that I might use. And it's like, why the fuck do I still have this thing? Like (laughs) I bought this for my dog. He didn't fucking want it. And I just haven't thrown it out. Jen, I got a fucking like a collective, almost addictive personality. So like I bought fucking like flat brimmed hats or like team like hats. Yeah. Yeah. Since I was like 15, I have so many fucking hats. I've got <laughs> boxes that just take up fucking room in my house. And my missus is like, I haven't seen you wear one of those hats in a long time. I'm like, yeah, but that's a fucking 2015 Blue Jays hat that I might wear again. And yeah. fu- I, like, I'm dangerously close to going down that road with shoes as well, man. Like, I have a few pairs of kicks and I just look at it and I'm like, oh, this could be a problem in the future, man.
0: Yeah, you always have fresh fucking kicks and hats though, man. I remember the um, when we did Woggy you had the the BB hat. Yeah. Yeah. What's the story with that, man? Did you get that made or is that Yeah, a-
1: so that logo I got designed up and I still haven't like made it an official kind of logo. I haven't copyrighted it or anything. So mm. that's why I haven't really put it on my Instagram. I had it on there at one point and I took it off and I was like, fuck, some cunt could just take this and then oh, fuck. copyright it. So I need to probably do that like when I get home. But I was in Hawaii for my best mate's wedding in January yeah. and they've got these stores called Lid Stores over there, which is basically where I used to just walk in and get a a rock hard dick and just want to buy like 14 (laughs) hats at at once. But they're all like 50, 60 bucks. So you got to pick which one that you fucking want. And um, I said to the guy there, I was like, can you make me like a custom, because I like the new era style hats with with the logo and... Um, I was like, can you make me a hat? And he's like, yeah, we can, but it's expensive. And I was just like, I don't care how much it is, bro. Like I'm over <laughs> in Hawaii. Like just make this fucking thing for me. And he's like, oh, okay. And he's, I was like, how long does it take? And he's just like, oh, it could take like uh, two, three days. And we were only in Honolulu for a day at that point. And I was like, I'll be back in a few weeks. Um, can you have it ready? And he's like, yeah, yeah. how do you want it? And so the baseball style, I don't know if you've noticed, but this is how much of a fucking loser I am. Yeah. The inside of the logo pops and then the stitching on the outside is smaller. Right. And he's like, how do you want it? And I was like, exactly like the Major League Baseball hats where it pops in the middle and is the stitching is smaller. Smaller, yeah. And he's like, all right, cool, no worries. And so two weeks pass and we've got literally one more day in Honolulu before, or two more days in Honolulu before we fly out. And like, as soon as we get to Honolulu, I'm like saying to my missus, I, we need to get to the lid store so I can pick up my hat. she's like, relax, man. Like, it's going to be there. <laughs> and, um, I was like, they're open till nine o'clock, but like, let's just go in there now. She's like, dude, I'm tired. Like, let's just go in tomorrow. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, we need to go now. And it was likely that we did because we rocked up at the shop and just typical of island time, dude. I was like, bro, did you make that hat for me that I've paid you for? And he's like, fuck, no, I haven't done that yet. Um, And I'm not working tomorrow, Um, so like I and I and he's like I'm a bit flat out today. I was just like, bro, I've paid you for this hat, like yeah, yeah, you've um, had fucking two weeks, yeah, you've (laughs) had two weeks. Like I could just make this hat. So he ends up like he's like, oh, I'll I'll sort something out, and he's just like, come back tomorrow, Um, come back tomorrow about five o'clock, and we yeah we flew out the next day quite early, so we got back there at five o'clock. And he's like, here's your hat, man. And he made it in the reverse where like the stitching on the outside was bigger and the inside of the logo was like shrug, Uh like sucked, sucked in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, how does it look? And I was just like, fuck, man. It's like when someone cuts your hair shit. And you're just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> fuck, man. I wasn't expecting this. I was like, so shattered, dude. I was just like, oh, fuck. And then I was like, I've already paid for it. I was like, thanks, man. And you can just, he could just tell that I was like disappointed. And my missus is like, it still looks cool. Like, just wear it, just wear it. And. It, it's eventually grown on me a little bit, but
0: I still want was to... what you fucking ordered, but... Yeah, dude, I not to fix it, so it's I'll a fucking get another one. Nah, dude, it's a dope-ass fucking hat. I'm keen to see that brand be a thing. It fucking suits your uh, style and... Yeah,
1: sure. well, I think I'll probably eventually get T-shirts that just have, like, the logo on it. So yeah. it's not... I don't think I'll have anything with my name. I think it'll just be the two initials, so... yeah. Like, to the person walking past, they, like, to the unassuming eye, like, could be a fucking baseball team. Like, yeah, it could yeah.
0: be. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I like the, uh, I like the Aussie fucking, like, um, Conversations, just like in your mind, you were like, "Fuck, can I fucking had this thing for two weeks, and you haven't even fucking done it." (laughs) But like in person, you probably probably just been like, "Oh man, like, can you try and have a crack at it?" (laughs) Yeah, you're just
1: like, "That's (laughs) right, mate. Like, it's okay. I understand everyone gets busy." I was like, "Could you try, try stitch it now?" And I put the pressure on him, and he's like, "Yeah, I can stitch it now." And he he tried, and like he was getting like all sweaty, and he's just like, "Oh man, like." I can't really do it if you're just like sitting like over the over him just watching it like him make it. He's like, I can't do that. He's like, just fucking come back tomorrow, please. I was like, all right, bro, I'll come back tomorrow. And then, yeah, he still made it incorrectly, but that's all right. Fuck, we've got to start somewhere, so should be good.
0: Yeah, that's fucking rad, man. How funny is it? Um, like. The perception of Aussies in other countries, man. I was fucking listening to a podcast before and they'll talk... They had these like feedback things from call centres, like Indian call centres. Yeah. And they're like just saying that Aussies are the fucking most difficult cunts to deal with.
1: Bro, I fuck with them every time they call. (laughs) Every time. Like we got one the other day and it was like a Filipino and they were just like oh, is, is, like, is John Wick there? Is John Wick there? And I'm like, yeah, I'm John Wick. <laughs> so I just started talking like that back. And my missus is like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, stop talking. And I was, and she's just like, oh, we're here to talk about your electricity bill. You know, it's overdue. I'd like you to get the payment uh, ready for me now. And um, I was like, I'm just so upset, you know. I had a rough couple of weeks. Somebody killed my dog, you know. So I've been, you know, quite vengeful trying to kill everybody. I did not know that my uh electricity bill was even due and <laughs> anyway, I'm just going back and forth with this lady. And she's just like, yeah, so I, like, I really need you to pay it. I really need your, your credit card details. And I just, I just strung her along for about 15 minutes. And, um, yeah, she was my, my partner was just like, you know, like, that's how people like get your details, right? They'll just call you and keep you on the phone for a certain amount of time and then just hang up on you. And then they've got access to your, like, they can access your bank account and all this kind of shit. And I was just like, whatever, dude, you're trying to scare me. And then literally, bro, like my, the next day there was money out of my account. And I was like, what the fuck? But I don't, like when I called them, they were just like, yeah, we think it's like a subscription that you could have been. But it was for a Calm app, you know, that app? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never downloaded that app. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? I was like, nah, this can't be fucking legit. And, uh. I have been so lazy in following that up. That I was just like, "Oh well, you got sixty bucks, you can't." Yeah, fuck it. But yeah. I had fun. fuck is, so.
0: Dude, I—that's the funniest thing, dude. It's fucking for the car map, and it's made you fucking pissed off. Yeah,
1: dude, it just made me rage. <laughs>
0: I got that app, but I cancelled the fucking thing before it renewed. Yeah. I have so many apps. I'll do the... Like, I'm a stingy fuck, dude. I'll do the trial and see what... I had one that, like, fully records. just like bugging your own fucking room. (laughs) It fully, like, records you sleeping, and it just pulls out any parts where you're snoring, and it tells you... Like how much over the whole night you snore? Like it's legit just bugging your room. Like yeah. you, there'd be some fucking dude sitting at a computer listening to you. Like would be able to listen that to would you.
1: That'd be the worst job in the world. Imagine
0: that dude just hearing like, or yet you, you hear like people banging and shit. You have to fucking like try and just like listen for the listen for the fucking snoring. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> yeah.
1: you're just up for fucking hours listening to cunts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> People just it'd, nearly losing it'd, it'd consciousness. Be the it was part of my like fucking whole sleep study thing. I talk about it on stage about having sleep apnea, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll get this app," but I won't. They were actually it was legitimately like sixty bucks after the first month. Yeah. Like, it was sixty bucks for like six months, and I was just like, "Fuck that!" Or a hundred for twelve months. I was just like, "Fuck that!" Those
1: whoop straps that Joe Rogan's always harping on about. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure they monitor your sleep if you. Don't, they do that as well. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, I got one and it was just like, yeah, it tells you how many disturbances you have. Oh, excuse me. And dude, I'm a fucking, I'm like the road runner in my, in my sleep, dude. I just fucking am always tossing and turning. Yep. And it's like, you had 115 disturbances last night. And I was just like, fuck, what's going on? The funniest is when you just get blackout drunk and you see yourself just like how much sleep you got in like deep fucking sleep <laughs> because you just zonked out I'm just,
0: yeah, fuck dude. And then I get my snores on when I'm fucking drunk, so... I get the same thing, man. Like, so I um got that app, and at the time I was, like, contracting with my day job and working at the bar at night. Yeah. Uh, at the moment I'm still doing two jobs, but... um the work isn't as crazy as it was because at the same time I was still trying to go to the gym but I've given up on that at this point.
1: Yeah, I gave up on the gym a long time ago. I,
0: I still try and, like, be pretty good with the diet but um, the fucking gym, man, I was going to the gym all the time but not eating good. Yeah. So now that I'm, like, cleaning up my diet but not going to the gym, I'm still better off. Yeah. But I would need to go back to the gym and fucking... This is turning more into a Joe Rogan podcast as we go. But <laughs> the... um. Shout out to fucking Whoop, thanks for sponsoring all the fucking free advertising we just gave the cunts. Yeah. But um, anyway, I looked at my schedule and what would happen is I'd pretty much work like days and nights for like four or five days in a row. Yeah. And then at the end, you'll just see this like mad fucking drop where I'd just be like deep sleep when I finally had like a night off. So that sort of data was pretty good. Like it legitimately, because I had the Fitbit, which is like the another brand that does the same thing. Um, a competitor, if you guys want to fucking pay us more money than Whoop or switch, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, and they, um, like, it showed the data and I actually exported some of that data and took it to the, like, sleep place and that helped them get, like, not just one night but compare what the data they had to the previous month as well. Yeah. So, like, it had helped me out. So, fuck, maybe that was good. But yeah, also like if advertisers are listening to this shit for advertising, I said I don't have a sponsor, hit me up. Also, if you're listening back to the fucking episode to try and find some bullshit in like 20 years time, if one of us becomes fucking famous to try and pin us on some shit, go fuck yourself.
1: Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck you. I yeah. stand by everything I've ever said ever, so. Yeah,
0: there we go. You found your fucking gold. You've yeah. listened back through. Don't go on my
1: Facebook and look at fucking
0: old tweets even though it's not a tweet, but you get what the fuck I'm saying. Yeah, ex- by then it might be. It might be all just one fucking platform. Dude,
1: fuck, everything's been deregistered and it's all fucking done through a Chinese app. Yeah, hello from they've, the... They've
0: nuked us. <laughs> hello from the fucking past when we used to have different apps for shit.
1: When you could go out and do things. Dude, fuck, imagine how shit it would be living in Victoria, cunt.
0: Oh, right now, dude? Oh, man. Cause we kind of got that lockdown thing, right? Oh yeah, for the same people listening back, this is before the world fully went to fucking shit in twenty twenty. Hi, fucking g'day. How G'd- you going? Hey, can <laughs> Um, we kind of went into that like lockdown shit for a while, but it was like not as long as that fucking shit, dude. Like,
1: no, I needed to take a few extra. Like, you know, I took. I needed to so i was working from home but i'd have to go in every now and then and then i just didn't want to do that anymore and i didn't want to see my partner anymore so i just made up that i had coronavirus i was just like yeah i need two (laughs) weeks i need two weeks of sitting at home smoking weed playing video games drinking and then that just turned into me doing that every day instead of working anyway and yeah then i then i called him and i was just like Yeah, all your phone calls that these cunts keep doing is interrupting my weed smoking, my my video game playing and my (laughs) beer drinking. So I've come to the executive decision that I'm not working for you guys anymore, but I still need money. So I'm going to stop working for you in a month. And then for the month, I just ramped up my activity. Now, just like, how's your sales calls? I'm like, terrible. My KPIs and my bong hits and my beer drink, though. Through the fucking roof, cut. <laughs> I've gained 15 kilos. I've spent all my money on Uber Eats. I'm fucking tearing a new one. Come on, cunts. Get on board. <laughs> they didn't, fucking mate. loose. They didn't. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, now they're in the hole, so fuck them. It's all good. <laughs> don't, don't need those cunts. So <laughs> I spend all my money on tattoos and realize I fucking sh- I do need those cunts. <laughs>
0: Dude, you were saying before about houseplants. I forgot to ask, you. didn't you Didn't you work in like landscaping or some shit?
1: No, I've done like some construction work, but they were like, you're a huge pussy and we don't want you here anymore. And I was like, that's pretty justifiable. Thanks, thanks, guys. That's another shit job that I've had. Fuck I get shit jobs and then I realize that all I want to do down the line is just fucking nothing? comedy. Oh, yeah, nothing. <laughs> doll bludging would be great, but I've got loans to repay. So once I pay that off, I might become a doll bludger. But... Yeah, dude, like it just gets to a certain time where it just cunts just annoy me at work, and I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, fuck, man, I can't keep coming here forty hours a week because I want to fucking stab half the people in here." So, mm. just for the like the rationale thinking in my brain, I'm just like, maybe you should quit your job instead of committing mass
0: homicides. So. <laughs> you took a fucking you you took like a like a, a clarity moment there to be like. Now, clarity moment's like some sober shit, isn't it? I don't know. I'm
1: no. never sober, so I couldn't be a clarity moment. You can't That's be just <laughs> like
0: a moment of sobriety or whatever they sobriety? call it. Sobriety? Yeah, yeah, I don't so, know. See, I said that like a drunk cunt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's being sober? But, <laughs> but who knows?
0: You, you were like, no, nah, no, nah, for my own mental health, I'm not going to fucking keep doing this shit. Oh,
1: dude, well, it's just like, yeah, every job just becomes, eventually it just becomes fucking annoying. So I just work like a few, like... I'll give you like 18 months, two years. The longest I've ever had a job was like maybe five years. And that's because I could just. It was fucking chill. Yeah, yeah. I didn't give it. Like, no one really gave a fuck. As long as you showed up and did a little bit, you still got paid. So. And quite handsomely as well. So. Excuse me. That was. uh, Yeah, that was ideal because you could just get fucked up all the time. So.
0: Dude, that's the fucking shit. I feel like a lot of comedians that I listen to their podcasts, like um, like top tier kind of fucking level comedians say the same shit though. Like they're like, I couldn't fucking do a day job anymore. Oh,
1: it's, it's the hardest thing. Like for someone, like I've got full on fucking like ADD, bro. So someone yeah. is explaining how to do the job and halfway through I just tune out because I'm just like, they'll say a word and I'll be like, why did you say man instead of man? And I was just like, man, I'm like, yeah, man, yeah, man, Jamaican, yeah, man. And then he's like, does that make sense? And I was like, yeah, bro, of course. And then I start doing, he's like, you're doing it wrong. Why are you doing it like that? And I was just like, I'm sorry, bro, I stopped listening to what you're saying like fucking 15 minutes
0: ago and I've just been winging it ever since. Dude, that's the thing is like. When you get a whole bunch of comedians all with that same fucking ADD and we're all talking to each other, like the worst thing, dude. When there's like five, six of us all stand in a circle at the end of a gig and everyone wants to be the center of attention, it's like the fucking like because yeah, everyone's, everyone's battling used to... for it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I didn't get enough time on stage.
0: <laughs> man, you uh, closed up at the basement at the end of the last gig. Man, fucking solid set. You're a good closer. Like I mentioned, I put you up there because I wanted to, you know, fucking. S- yeah, thanks. Uh, it's kind of towards the end of the night, I think it's when the, the fucking like party starts probably from the break onwards is like where people start to like get a few drinks into them and all that shit. Yeah. And, um, oh, and we had fucking Steve Mack from big sand on as yeah. well. And I put him up before you and, um, it's just like a good little fucking close out for the night. Um, but when I was, uh, like and when I, I had you on last month and then again this month both closing. Yeah, that's right. I was trying out a whole bunch of like random fucking like shit last month and this one I kind of stuck to the script a little bit because I had more comedians yeah, um, on the bill. Heaps. that was heaps. Fuck, man. Because I, I had a couple of cancellations and then I went into the reserves list and everyone that I... Um, had cancelled was filled so i was back up to like full again yeah
1: why was it there was like 16 maybe that performed yeah 16
0: yeah. in total which is like eight each side of a break but then like you get some yep someone that runs a little over you don't kick it off on time your break runs more than 10 minutes yeah like before you know it you got fucking like a, basically a late late show yeah um but yeah i remember the last one because i didn't have as many comedian i was trying like a couple of random bits and I remember explaining one of my bits to you out the back, and you were like paying attention to the bit I was just telling you. Oh, I'm going to go do this bit, <laughs> and for a second there, I was just like wondering if you'd zoned out or not because I wasn't used to someone actually listening to me fucking tell them about a bit.
1: Oh, I think I was like,
0: "You well, you're about to go on. You're yeah, probably thinking about your own yeah, fucking I was shit." Just
1: like, and yeah, because I like I had to duck off into like the back room, yeah, uh, where we used to do it. And I was like, fuck, what do I talk about when I do stand-up comedy? Because it had been fucking, I hadn't done anything since March. And I was just like, I can't remember fucking, like, is this even funny anymore? And, like, I look at my material and I'm like, when I, and if you were to read it out loud, like, it's, you know, some of it's just not funny. Like, (laughs) but I just have to, like, kind of do, like, yeah, I like to do voices and fucking be a bit more, like, physical, I suppose, when I'm, like, depicting those people, so... I think that if you were to read the script, it doesn't exactly sound funny. Mm. So I'm like, look out the back, looking through my phone. I'm like, fuck, I don't even know if this is funny anymore. Like, is this relevant? Like so much shit has happened, which is why like the past two sets, that's the only bit of comedy I've done like pretty much since, yeah, March. Yeah. So I was just like, fuck, I might just, there's people here. Like it's not just all comedians. Like, cause that's been a problem at so many rooms in Canberra. Yeah. You rock up, it's just comics and you're like, fuck, all right, well, like, I don't know. I always get stale of my material. Like, I'm like, fuck, I hate saying this in front of like the same 15 people that have heard it before. That have heard it like time and time again. It's just like, you kind of feel like, fuck, why am I even like rocking up? Like, I should have written something else or. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was part of the reason why I just like this, these two sets. I was like, I'm just going to stick to stuff that I know, play with the crowd a little bit. And it went, it went pretty well. So, um, yeah, I was pretty happy with that. And good to get, good to see Steve Mack finally giving it a crack. Like I used to work with that, work with that cunt years ago. And yeah. he was like, um, <clears throat> that was another job that I ended up hating. And he's like, well, fucking, what do you fucking want to do, cunt? And I was like, I don't know, man. I've always just kind of thought that like stand up comedy would be good. And he's like, well, fucking go do it, man. Like, <laughs> fucking come to work like a sorry cunt every day. Just <laughs> being a fucking, you know, like, if you're not fucking happy here, like, fuck, go fucking do stand-up, man. And,
0: um, what a mad comedy. Yeah. Then I was
1: just like, yeah, fuck it. I was going to do stand up. <laughs> and, like, obviously wasn't going to go and just start getting paid straight away. You've got to slug for a little bit
0: and, um, do some fucking open mics and shit. Yeah. Do some open There's mics. So, many. And even when you're fucking in the grind, do you, you still got to do open yeah. mics? No one ever stops doing fucking new material. No.
1: Yeah. So, like, and that's the thing. Like, I, I the only thing I would say about camera com- comedy is I just wish that it was on every night. Like, I wish that there was you know, 26 more people doing it and every one of those cunts had a room. So like if you wanted to work out four times a week doing like comedy wise, you could do that. So that would be the best thing. So like I think that's why I'm kind of looking forward to Newcastle a little bit. And like if I can make it work with work, you know, maybe fucking dip into Sydney like at least once a week and like whilst doing the local things around Newcastle as well. I would have moved to Sydney, but the um, the old bird doesn't like uh doesn't like it too much. We've both kind of <coughs> lived there, and it's fucking a bit busy. So she's the old bird, like, yeah, the old bird. She's like, let's just live in fucking Newcastle or somewhere like it's still beachside, a little bit of a city, and not too busy. So, dude,
0: how much fucking shit does everyone that does comedy's old bird, cop? Like, oh, it w- like I mean, not not as in like shit from like them paying them out and stuff. But, like, compared to just dating a fucking, Normal like, dude. Joey six-pack, you got this guy that's, like, out all the fucking, like, like, late night for his comedy shit, and then he's just driving, like, we, we did fucking wagger. Like, imagine just being like, oh, yeah, on fucking Saturday, I'm going to wogger to, like, do comedy and then just like, unless you bring them along with you, it's just like, yeah, see, I'm going fucking going yeah. to like the middle of New South Wales for a comedy to, gig, comedy to do a fucking opening spot for a headliner.
1: Yeah, my dad like doesn't doesn't understand that as well. He's like, so you, tri- you drove four hours to get paid $20? And I was just like, yes. He's like, why? And I'm like, because crushing isn't the best, bro.
0: <laughs> like, Dude, it's... If
1: you crush, then you fucking, it doesn't matter how much you got paid. Even if you spend it on KFC... And forget to fucking fill up and almost fucking run out of fuel on the way home. That's
0: a fucking good story, man. So, you guys, we all all got paid at the end, man. Fucking shout out to Riverina Comedy. Because I know that um, when we originally signed up, they were just like, um, we can't guarantee there'll be money. But we can, like, say that it's a good room and you'll fucking enjoy it or whatever. Or, like, we've built it over time. And then at the end, they were just like, oh, yeah, here's a little something to say thank you. And I'm just like, fucking sick, man. I was going to do it for nothing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and then fucking I go back to my fucking expensive hotel room. And you and fucking Taylor decided to do the suicide trip back to Canberra.
1: And my partner has family that live there. So, like, we probably could have just stayed there. But Taylor was like, ah, like, I fucking, I have a bad sleeper. And he's like, I just would prefer to stay in my own bed. So we just chirped the entire way home. But. Yeah, my company car at the time had a fuel card for Shell and <clears throat> I didn't, like, I didn't even think to fill the car up on the way out. <laughs> we were just too excited to get food because we were both hungry. And then, yeah, as we were driving out, we get like, hu- like we get, we're on the highway and I just look, I get paid monthly at this point And I was just like, I'd spent a lot of money on, I can't even remember what. And, um, so I was in those few days leading towards like payday where yeah, I was just yeah. fucking hanging <laughs> and, you know, as a fucking 28 year old, <clears throat> you know, should be more in control of my finances, but I'm impulsive and wild. So, <laughs> and I got a drug habit, son. So <laughs> we, um, we ended up like fucking just driving home and I just look at him like, fuck cunt. And his tail was like, what? And I'm like, we've got like a quarter of a tank. And I don't know where the nearest shell station is. And I was like, how much money do you have? And it was like, like, fuck, dude. Like, he wasn't working much at the time either. He's like, I got like $13. And he's like, how much money do you have? And I was like, I've got like $9 in coin maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so we made it to like a Caltex and we f- we filled up and I was like, fuck me, dead!" I was like, what a fucking, we, no, we, did, we filled up like maybe $20 worth. Yep. And I was like, fuck, I hope this is enough to get us back into Canberra. So I got back to like to the outskirts of Canberra and my thing is like down ne- near empty again. <laughs> and Taylor's like, I need you to drop me in Bungendore. And I was like, fuck, I'm not making it at home. Can't-. It's like three in the morning. I dropped Taylor in Bungendore and I turn around and I was like, I Google like Shell station in the city. And it's just like, there's one, it was like maybe in Braddon, I think it was. Yeah, Yeah. So I drove there. And I've pulled up and it was fucking closed. It closed at like ten o'clock. And oh. I'm just sitting there. And I was just like, Fuck, I don't know if I've got enough petrol that's gonna get me back to my house in, in Weston. Yeah. So I was freaking out and I was like, Fuck, what am I gonna do, man? And I looked on my Uber And, uh, shout out to the old bird. I still had her credit card details saved. (laughs) So I ordered myself an Uber. (laughs) And then, yeah, like the next day I got up and got dropped back out to my car and found a shell station that was open because I was conveniently parked at one and then filled up and was like, fuck man. That was like, that was the last time, dude. Now I'm always got an eye on the fuel gauge. So (laughs) that's the problem with fucking... Petrol you don't you don't have to pay for it. you don't even think about it you just True, like yeah. fuck it man like I haven't looked at petrol prices in fucking ages man yeah and then yeah I just got my actual car back um, and yeah I've handed in my my former works car and I was just like fuck man now I need to pay for petrol again I was just like I didn't even think about this as an extra cost it's fucked so it
0: fucking adds up man like when you um I reckon the biggest one's accommodation, man. Like, uh, like...
1: Yeah, dude. Well, fuck. It would have been like at least 200 bucks to stay there for the Yeah,
0: night. dude. Let's just... But whatever, man. I fucking hung out. It was a, it was a good fucking night. Actually, um... Dane Simpson's old man, fucking Bo. Bo, dude, he came out and had beers with us after. Yeah, what a fucking loose unit. Yeah, he's fucking hilarious. He's a fucking loose. The same thing
1: happened with when we did it with Mike. When I did it perform there, Mike Goldstein was the headliner, and I ended up staying at my partner's cousin's house that night. Yeah. So, we all just got fucking so sourced afterwards. Like we were just we pretty much drank until the bar like had closed. Yeah, yeah. And you're drinking all throughout the show. And yeah, dude, I remember just leaving. I was just like, fuck it. Like I just had spent maybe 200 bucks on the bar, (laughs) a fucking hundred bucks worth of fuel. Lucky I didn't pay for accommodation, but it was just like, yeah, I spent like 250 bucks to earn 20 bucks. Oh, well, fucking it it is what it is, man. Yeah.
0: Fuck, yeah, that's the that's the thing. All for the
1: love of fucking comedy, man, the love and the pain of fucking comedy, so.
0: You got to do the fucking hell gigs and the, like, that wasn't a hell gig, but it was, like, long travel, all that yeah. shit. It, like, pays off in the fucking Well, end. dude, when
1: you walk in there and you see that it's a fucking sick room, like, it's yeah. set up well, they sell out, the crowd generally is, is down to laugh, and they're, you know, they're not uptight at all. Like, they all love to have a drink. Like, yeah. there's some of my, like... If you had told me like Wogga Wagga would be a really fun place to do comedy, I would be like, "What?" And I was just like, "Okay." But I think Dane and Eleanor make it fucking what it is. Like it's it's fucking sick, and you know the fact that they can throw it once a month and still get people to come out. And, yeah, you know that's an effort in itself. So
0: yeah, dude, fucking shit. I out. thought
1: that was a bong over there. I was like, you have a very tall, <laughs> beautiful
0: looking bong over there. No, so. nah, dude, that's a fucking retro lamp. Retro
1: lamp, son. But, you know what? Could probably turn it into a bong, you know?
0: Yeah, well, it probably... um, Stoners
1: should be engineers, I reckon.
0: Dude, they fucking... Like, the amount of fucking crazy shit I've seen over the years that's been engineered by stoners...
1: Engineered into a bong is... The funny... Like, the Gatorade bottle and the hose is just the tip of the iceberg. Like... Yep. You'll see people, like, do fucking tinnies. Have you seen that? And they crush a tin and, like... Fuck me dead, dude. The the fucking apple? Yeah. Apples,
0: (laughs) like... Yeah, everything, dude. Everything in between.
1: Yeah. Did you ever smoke weed? Are you no, I
0: haven't been. Um, I haven't really been that guy ever. Really, like I grew up down the coast and was about, some, uh, down at Maria.
1: I'm surprised that nobody smoked weed down there. The people would have smoked. Weed oh down no, there, people so.
0: did. I just never did. Yeah, like yeah. it was always out there, but I was just like, no, I was just like fucking happy to just have a few drinks and fucking chill. Yeah, I think honestly, dude, like I'm so fucking like like, tightly strung and fucking hardwired to just be, like, so fucking determined to do shit, I'd be the cunt that smokes pot and turns into a fucking schizo. Like, (laughs) just because I just don't want to tempt that fucking fate. Like, Uh, I just know... I
1: think a lot of people were, like... My partner's, like, kind of scared of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like,
1: Snoop Dogg smokes, like, 72 blunts a day and is still, like, intact. He's good.
0: (laughs) I just reckon, like, that fucking... The, the same DNA that makes me fucking driven to like do shit or the same drive, whatever, is like the same shit that makes you a fucking like psycho cunt as soon as you have weed for the first time because it's like your brain's so fucking active and then all of a sudden it can't do what it wants to do so it just fucking like takes itself out in different methods. Oh,
1: it might chill you out. You never know.
0: Dude, honestly, motherfuckers out there are listening like sounds like you need pot. Yeah, dude. That's <laughs> like every
1: stoner who's listening to this would be like, that's the exact reason why you need to just try like a little bit of weed. I used to work at a weed dispensary in Canada and it was one of the chillest jobs on the planet. Have I spoke about this on the podcast? No, before? I did. Yeah, okay. So when I um, I lived in Canada in 2015 and my boss there... Um, was this the five-year job? <laughs> no, I could have seen myself staying there for five years though. I had a I think I had a two-year work visa and staying up there for like four months. Um, because we traveled the States and I'd spent a fuck ton of money. And, um, with my two mates, they ended up going home and they're like, what are you going to do when you get to Canada? And I was like, I don't know, work in a bar or a fucking weed dispensary. And the, um, the, the bar that I ended up getting a job at was like a bit of a dive bar, like pretty dark in there. Yeah. Always playing sports, had like air hockey tables and a few pinball machines and shit. Fuck yeah. And, uh this they also this is where I did my first ever stand up set was in that Oh really? Yeah. So on Sundays they'd do stand up comedy like open mic. And on my first shift there, because I was going to one of my cousin's friends and I was getting him to buy weed for me, mm. but he, it was like he'd always go and buy it and like it'd be like you being like, Hey man, can you buy me a six pack? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, sweet. And then I come out and I give you like five beers and you're like you can tell that that's not what you pay for. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's taken like a gram or two and put it in like a separate little bag. So I like, like, like how
0: you dumbed it down for me. Like you, you just like made it relatable. Oh, just
1: so anyone who hasn't kind of smoked. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't, like you just look at it. Like, you know what I mean? You're just like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah. So like he, was, he wasn't a bad bloke, but like- The
0: giveaway for that is you said six pack and he brings four beers. Like that's the tell in that fucking story. <laughs> like it's- <laughs> Here you go, man.
1: Um, so yeah, I was just, I was, remember working and there was this girl and I was just like, hey, and she's like, hey, I was just like, just randomly, could you like help me get a green card? And she was just like, look, dude, you're pretty cute. But like, I don't know you from a fucking bar of soap. So there's no way that I'm going to marry you. And I was like, oh no, dude, like, like a medical, like green card for like smoking weed. And she's like, because it was only like medicinal there at that point. And Mm. she was just like, oh, fuck. And she's like, yeah, that was weird, bro. Like, don't ever ask somebody that again. Like, just say you want a weed card. And I was like, (laughs) okay. And she's like, just go ask Armin. And Armin was the boss. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking, because I'm like thinking like an Australian, you know, like you're not going to go ask your boss for weed. You (laughs) know what I mean? Like, I was just like. It's "It's like the last cunt you're going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You ask every employee like before that. And I was just like, I don't fucking trust this guy. Like, he's probably going to think I'm a fucking loser. And uh, on my first, one of my first closed shifts, the comedian that runs the open mic night was closing the bar with me. And um, Armin, um, he'd close the doors and then there was a little side room that you couldn't see from the main street because you have to actually be closed by a certain time. So we'd go sit in the side room and he'd just roll up. Fucking huge joints, and we just drink literally until fucking the early morning. Yeah. So he was, so after my first shift, he was like, Yeah, fucking hook into some beers, roll up some joints. And yeah, I was just sitting there chatting to the other comedian, and I was just like, Well, fuck, dude. I was like, Hey, Armin, if you ever need somebody to work in your weed dispensary, you know, like, I don't have much experience, but I've got a ton of enthusiasm. He just looks at me, he's like, Are you fucking serious? And I was like, Oh, is that the wrong thing to ask? He's like, no, like, are you fucking serious? And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm serious. He's like, I literally just, like, had to let go of somebody yesterday. So, he's he's like, this fixes all my problems. He's like, I'll put you on certain days at the bar, and I'll put you on certain days at the dispensary. Fuck yeah. And always gave me Sundays off so I could sit down there, and, like, Sundays is huge for football, like, the american football yeah yeah but we'd just get drunk and everyone would kind of have a team and you'd rock up in your jerseys and people would day drink from like 10 30 at night uh 10 30 in the morning and then you would just keep going all day and then at eight o'clock at night the the stand-up comedy started so sunday was like go Fucking drink gnarly. smoke weed eat food fuck, like try to stay sober until eight o'clock to then do some stand-up and fuck yeah yeah, it was fucking... Sober enough to do stand-up. I, I just, yeah, just be like, I'm drunk enough or I don't care what people say. Like, fuck I'm a yeah. random Australian. Like, I'm never going to see these people ever again. So <laughs> that was the mentality that went into it. So I think I've told the story of, like, meeting the Irish guy um, who on the pod who's, like, told me that he's just like, yeah, fuck, dude. Like, if you don't do stand-up next week, like, you won't be yeah, a night yeah. on the piss. So, um, yeah, that was all at that fucking venue. So... Fuck, Dude, yeah, it worked out so good man i was like fuck i should have stayed there a little bit longer but i was a bit homesick and ended up coming
0: home but did you come back to canberra or sydney uh, like or wherever you were I, before
1: i came back to canberra at that yeah. point and then yeah moved to sydney i think afterwards I wanted to be down in Koji. yeah just fuck living at home man like it just gets to a certain point where you're like ah oh, fuck my parents are cool but Sometimes you just want to chill out and just, you know, do your own thing and not be fucking stressed over. Yeah, so I dude.
0: Like, I fucking, some, it's like the, the impressions you do of your old man on stage just reminds me of like most of my mates' old man. So. Yeah, dude.
1: Yeah. My, my old man's a fucking, he's a funny cunt man. Like he, uh, yeah, I think he like low key loves that I do comedy because he'll call me all the time and be like, mate, I got one for you. <laughs> and then he'll just start telling me somebody else's joke and I'll be like, whose joke is that? And he's just like, oh, you know, one of mine. And I was like, dad, that's not one of your jokes. Like <laughs> he just like, will tell you a bit from somebody. I'm like, whose joke is it? He's like, Man, I just thought you could do it on stage. I was like, it's not karaoke, dude. Like I can't fucking, you know, use somebody else's <laughs> joke. Like at one point, <laughs> someone's going to be like, that's not your fucking joke, dude. So he's always like, yeah, he always calls me at least once a week with fucking a new bit and i just tell him yeah yeah like, oh, i'll try that one out mate
0: give it a crack and yeah. then just like no nah, i can't fucking do that well one. that was
1: like the funny thing like that one night at the basement mm. fuck months ago like at the start of the year we were just like i think it was a real quiet night i think it was just comedians and you're like fuck it like everyone just like fuck it in amongst some of your notes like you just like just try new shit everyone try new shit we've seen everybody else's stuff like before even if it's not your joke, just say like fucking like th- my yeah, favorite joke. One joke. Yeah. Say so your favorite one joke. Yeah. 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 And I ended up yeah telling that one that just one that my dad would have would have uh, yeah yeah would have told me. So I called him afterwards and I was like, your joke went well, mate. And he's like, oh bloody good to know, mate. <laughs> and then he just calls me like fucking all the time now with just these new bits that he. I, I swear to God, he just gets CDs from like the fucking petrol station. And he just will find like a Rodney Rood or a fucking, <laughs> like a, someone like old Carl Barron or some shit. And he'll just be like, chuck it on and be like, oh, there's a good joke. I'll just switch it up and fucking.
0: Yeah. Change out fucking John Howard for fucking ScoMo. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like pretty much the same joke, just old as shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I've, I've, I've grown up down the coast. I just fucking um used to have like that typical, you, you know, your mate's old man, like, I had a buddy when we were in school and he said, like, pretty much without fail, every time before him and his mates went out surfing, he'd always just be like, Oi, member, if you drowned, I'll fucking kill you. Like, <laughs> every time. He thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, he'd just say random shit like that. Like, my buddies were in a band called Break a Leg. It's like a punk band. Yeah. And they wanted to get, like, a um like a sample for the start of one of their songs. Yeah. Of them just going into their old man, like, in the fucking kitchen and go, and just getting him to say, break a leg, so they could fucking use that as the intro to one of their songs. Yeah, just some yeah. fucking geezer going, break a leg.
1: Break a leg, you dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, some fucking shit like that. And um, old man's like, big dude, fucking Ned Kelly beard. Just like doing the dishes when they walked in and they're all like sixteen fucking year old dudes with their like flip phone on record. Yeah, they yeah. They go in there and yeah, roll the razors. That's it, man, the fucking razor. They go in there and you just hear um, say break a leg. Look at me and say break a leg. And then you just hear this pause and he goes, how hey, about fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> they fucking use that as the sample anyway. Yeah. So they just got this mad fucking up, intro. working out better.
1: <laughs> Dude, fuck, how wild was it when those things first came out and you could like, remember Bluetooth? Like the first time Bluetooth was a thing and like your mates like, I'm going to send you a fucking song. Via Bluetooth to you
0: Yeah And yeah. you could make
1: it a ringtone I was just like Well, This has just changed the game Entirely man Like
0: So many fucking Acorn fucking ringtones Bro yeah, <laughs> yeah Yeah Fuck
1: <laughs> Yeah Have you seen the um, Like the 2007 And forever Thing on uh, It's like on Facebook And you can like Click A song from like blink 182 and a song from jay-z and it just like makes oh, a fucking fuck no. makes a mashup i'll see if i can find my friend who posted the link fuck yeah but it was so random dude i was just like fuck all these songs from 2007 you've pretty much forgotten about dude just making like the ultra mashups and i was just like fucking just click and drag on these i'm just like this this is dj this is the easiest form of djing but it's just throwback fucking hits from 2007 fuck so, yeah
0: Mad throwbacks. I got like a throwback playlist that I put on sometimes just to fucking like if I'm driving somewhere that's going to take more than a few hours and I just sometimes like I listen to a podcast, but sometimes I'm not fucking in the mood to just sit there for like four hours and listen to a fucking podcast. Yeah. like I don't obviously travel much at the moment, but I used to have to, you know, go to and from my old man's place. He lives near Wagga, which is for that comedy thing. I actually went to his after that gig. Yeah. Um, and uh, showed him my set and shit. The first time he ever seen it was the Walker set, so oh, I was yeah. pretty fucking happy with that because I reckon that set went pretty well. And um, I yeah, I actually have like a throwback playlist for those fucking trips. Yeah, so I always chuck that shit on. But dude, I was like the fucking like the middleman when it came to dealing out those fucking. F- um, the, like, songs and photos and just old fight videos. Like, if there was a fight at our school and some uh, cunt yeah, fucking dude. filmed it... Yeah. Um, I was, like, the middleman because I had the fucking N95, the Nokia. Yeah. And it had infrared and Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah. So if some cunt filmed it, but he was some fucking poor cunt that only had an old phone with infrared, yeah. he'd come to me fucking, like... I bought it off my old manager at work Yeah, and other than that, no cunt had that phone because it was like fucking heaps, of, like fucking whatever, a thousand bucks or some shit. Yeah, yeah. But because he got a new plan, he didn't owe any on the phone. I got it off him for like a hundred bucks. So I fucking was the dude with an N95 in the fucking five megapixel camera and shit. <laughs> so I'd be like, if there was a fight going on, it would be like, fucking tell Mark first so the cunt can get a good video yeah, of the fucking shit. tell him shit. where it's going down so yeah, he can film it. That's exactly right, man. Fucking, oh, so I didn't cop any mad fucking brawls but i got the um i get like the poor cunts fucking infrared phone put it onto mine and then every motherfucker with bluetooth would just come up to me at lunchtime and be like oh send us that fucking brawl from the other how day how
1: funny was like the quality of those that shit as well just oh, all, all pixelated and fucked you could barely hear anything like just the guy yelling. gets <laughs> smacked and then like the smack noise happens and then you see his head like two seconds later kind of fall back and yeah, fuck. So Did, many of those, like, stupid, so much stupid shit like that happened at my school as well.
0: There was, like, um, there was a couple that were, like, pretty much just people pushing each other. There was one good one that was basically just one dude arcing up, like, with the chest out, and yep. the other dude just fucking. Oh. Right in the just fucking one punch right in the face. Oh no! And uh, not the one punch, just a punch. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was the fucking best one. I I end up sharing.
1: There was like a one that went all around Canberra. That was just like a compilation. So someone had made a compilation of all the brawls, the ones you'd see in Tuggerong and different schools and all the public schools and just people just punching on. It was just like fucking out. You can't, wild, man. Fucking uh, Dude, how
0: how too much of a pussy to ever get in a brawl. How filthy is fucking some of this sh- Like, do you ever just see yourself out in public? You see shit like that going on. And you're like, why the fuck, like, is this even happening? Like, or why are people so fucking loose? Like, dude, I was on the bus the other day. and I fucking put my feet under the seat as I, like, sat down. Yeah. And there was this, I could smell like f- fucking, like, pineapple, like, um perfume or some shit. Like, okay. some, there was some, like tween chick sitting in front of me and i was judging her so hard i was just like this fucking bitch with her fucking sweet like tweeny fucking stinky perfume, perfume shit <laughs> and i'm like i'm just like thinking to myself like because she had like you know all the fucking red flags like the like the pink hair ties and shit like you know that like, she has, like, a bed full of, like, care bears and shit that she has to move every night to sleep on the fucking thing. Oh, she's a weirdo? One of those, yeah, yeah. And I'm just, like, judging her super hard, just making up fucking ideas about, like, her personality and shit like that. And um, I get off the bus and I'm waiting for my next bus and I'm fucking chilling and I could still fucking smell it. And I'm like, it's burning my fucking nose, eh? Like, it must have been that bad. And then I just kick my feet out in front of me and I notice there's, like, a fat fucking blob of fucking tropical chewing gum on my leg from under the seat. That's
1: what the smell was? That's
0: what the fucking smell was oh, the gross. whole time.
1: Just like, <laughs> so this chick might not be a weirdo. She was no, like, I definitely
0: fuck. was not any of that <laughs> shit. Dirty, it was, stinky, fucking... out I'm the fucking dirty, stinky tween bitch.
1: <laughs> Did she probably thought, who's this guy with the fucking big beard behind me that smells like a fucking...
0: Pina Colada.
1: Yeah, it smells like fucking moose heads on a Saturday night.
0: Did you hear their back open again? Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah. That's apparently probably not for the man. best, man. Yeah, dude. Fuck. That's um, a
1: fucking epicenter of diseases that joint. So. Yeah,
0: like STDs, and then like now it's just corona. Yeah, did STIs? What's photo the fucking of the dude correction? Did in the
1: head while he's taking a shit. Nah, no. <laughs> bro. Fuck.
0: That's one a, of the worst. All things. it moves heads, though. Yeah,
1: dude. One of the worst things that I've ever seen. Ironically, I used to work with that dude. I, I was just like, that photo got. Did circulated he show you, then. or did someone show you? No, it you. got circulated around, and like. The funny thing was, dude, he looks like, I'm pretty sure, man, he may have, like, he may even be, like, passed out. Um, and, yeah, because he's got, like, quite unique kind of tattoos. Yeah, dude, how and, fucking
0: funny is that shit when someone has unique ass tattoos yeah. and you see fucking shit of them online? Like, yeah, I was like,
1: what the fuck? And yeah, like, so it wasn't, <laughs> I think it's just, like, I think one of my other friends had just, like, kind of sent it through. I was like, I'm fucking 98% sure I work with that guy. And yeah, the next time I saw him at work, I was like, "Were you out on the weekend?" He's like, "Fuck, not you too." Can't like, he just knew, man. Like, he's just like, it's fucking, it's, it's going around. But I think that's way worse for the girl than it is for him, though. Like, yeah, dude, that poor bitch, dude. Like, at least, like, at least she didn't have any unique tattoos. Let's just say that, so she could be anyone.
0: Yeah, plus anyone with a tramp stamp, like doing that. If it was a tramp stamp, it's just like fucking. It could be anyone still.
1: Oh, like, yeah, well, she didn't have any ink. I th- ma- like, Imagine
0: just, like, seeing... You know how you can you can tell a lot about someone by their tramp stamp? Oh, you see, like, if it's faded or how long ago they got yeah, it. Yeah, if it's tribal, it's just like, yeah. okay, she was a whore in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's like, you know how old tattoos are, like, more green than black? Yeah. Yeah, you see one of those, dude, that's, like, some proper fucking...
1: What do your parents say about your tattoos?
0: Oh, my, um... My mum and dad are both chilled with it. Like, my old man has... Neither of them have tattoos. i got a younger brother who's got a lot more tattoos than me. Yeah. Like, up to his neck, knuckles, hands, everything. Yeah. Um. Oh, not knuckles, actually. Is it? Yeah, he's got knuckles and hands. That's right. Like, so, I think at first, because my brother's first few tattoos were, like, fucking... Just random things that he got. Like, yeah. he had Can't Win Them All tattooed in his arm. And, um, no, on the outside of his arm, but he had that covered up with this, like, dark fucking piece. Um, so, yeah, like, at first, I think the first couple, they were like, What'd you fucking get that for, mate? Like, because they were just random ones. Yeah. But now that he's got a bunch of tattoos that are real good, and um, I have always just. Like, I, was, I think I was, like, 21 when I got my first. So they've always been fairly conscious fucking decisions and not just yeah. drunk tattoos at, like, someone's house. Um, they're chilled with it. But, yeah. yeah. My
1: parents hate them. <laughs> they're just like, don't get any more, please. Fuck, for real? Yeah, and I've got some more booked in. So I'm going to have to make a phone call and disappoint them next week and be like, hey, I quit my job. And uh, I've spent a lot of money on getting a tattoo. And they're just going to back, well... You are dumber than we fucking thought you were, man. <laughs> Puts <laughs> his job in a pandemic, spends the last of his coin on a tattoo, and then moves to a fucking different city. So, does your, uh, your parents live
0: in, in Sydney? No, nah,
1: they're, they're down the coast. Yeah, Down right. south coast, so up towards Naruma. Yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. live there for like, fuck, dad. dad's, like, he's still working, but if you ask him yourself, like, yeah, man, I'm fucking pretty much retired. <laughs> And he just says, like, yeah, I've got 18 months left. And he says that, like, every 18 months. But um, he's, he's just working for a company he doesn't particularly give a fuck about either. So he's just like, man. Fuck Genetic. Yeah, I think so. Well, he worked hard, like, for a long time and provided for the family. And mum would just stay home. Yeah. Um, So he's at least got work ethic, which I don't have. So he can, he can sustain a job that he dislikes for a long amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Just to provide for family. Where, like, I'm, like... I don't want to have kids for that exact reason. Yeah. Well, fuck them.
0: Yeah, dude. I, <laughs> I don't want
1: to fuck off and go overseas. I don't want to have to look after some twerp or pay for him to fucking go read books.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude, everyone sounds fucking miserable with a kid. Dude, that sounds like me, man. I'm the same fucking, like, mindset. I'm like, it's... The problem with having kids is you don't need to be fucking qualified to do it. No, you just need to fucking have a weak pull-out game. Yeah, dude. Like, Actually, I was talking about this before um, to a buddy of mine. I, I got this mate, and I went to CIT with him. That's how I met him yeah. uh, when I was studying IT. And he um, was like my tip to be the 40-year-old virgin. And that was like eight years ago. And after three years of us leaving CIT, you met this chick. And in the last five years, he's had three fucking kids. Oh, no. And I'm like, dude, we get it. You've got shit fucking reflexes. Stop fucking proving us right by having more kids. Yeah.
1: The worst is like when you see people that would be good parents that can't have kids and then cunts that have kids and they're just like, ah, I don't give a fuck about him.
0: (laughs) Or, Or someone that's smart enough to know they won't be a good parent so they don't. Like, it's like... That person breeds, yeah, doesn't con- breed con- yeah, anymore. Yeah,
1: they're conscious. They're conscious they're about like, what they're doing. Yeah. They're like, I'm a fucking
0: disgrace. Last thing <laughs> the world needs is more disgraces. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, other people are the opposite. Like, those people that we just mentioned are smart enough to know that they're, like, not good for the gene pool. Yeah. But they're also fucking, like, not smart enough to do anything about it. But the other people are just, like, they don't know their shit. And also, they, um,. Oh shit And they keep breeding
1: Yeah <laughs> Dude I, I'll, I'll, I'll find you this photo here um, So do you, do you Are you a rugby league supporter Are you a sports fan at all
0: uh, I know I don't follow Like much I, I've I watch ice hockey And I like Like my fucking American shit But yeah. um, I don't really follow Like Australian um, League And all that shit I'll have to um, I watch Union Every now and then But that's about it
1: Who's your ice hockey team uh, Boston Oh yeah, yeah. Are you predominantly a Boston sports fan when it comes to sports? Like yeah, it's Patriots all, it's, all
0: and- it's it's all fucking like Pat Seltz and fucking um, Bruins. Yeah, it's it's because of Bill Burr. To be honest with you, I listen to his podcast and then I look at it and then I started watching games and I still prefer them. Like I used to play ice hockey um, for a while. I still can play, but it's just fucking shut down at the moment. But, I mean, on and off ice hockey since, like, 2016. Yeah.
1: I, it was massive, like, for us in Canada, like, pretty much. You, did, you didn't have a choice. So fucking just like, Canadian
0: people come to Australia to, like, just have a skate, and they're, like, so much fucking better already. Like, oh, dude, it's like, insane. The,
1: the fact that those guys can, like, ice skiing, ice skating is pretty hard. Like, I used to rollerblade as a kid, so I yeah. could d- always do it. And I always laughed at people that were just fucking complete and utter gumbies that would just like fall on the ground. I was like, how can you not fucking do this, you idiot? But then you see a Canadian dude who's just like, can skate backwards. Yeah. These guys fight. They just get into a brawl on the ice. I was just like, man, imagine getting like, getting fucking smashed on the ground is one thing, but some cunt belting you in the face.
0: While you fucking do (laughs) it. While you fall into the ground. Dude, I um, remember my first like, my first proper game with like a ref and shit yeah i couldn't stop properly and i just fucking ran straight into the ref <laughs> and i was like sorry ref I kind of got this thing where it's just like look at you you mad cuz you just made a fucking call against us yeah and everyone's like oh this fucking mad cunt just took on the ref because like who fucking made a call and i just owned it although it was obviously i just can't fucking skate yeah, straight I- and stop so um but yeah i um i end up getting fucked up by like um
1: Fuck, I don't know where this photo is.
0: I like. I went for a stop. I caught an edge and just fucked up my ankle, like twisted it hell bad, broke broke my fucking leg and everything. And then I went back again. And then after I'd been skating and was trying out for this year, fuck, COVID hit and they had to cut, like shut the rink down. Who did you play for? Uh, I played for the Hornets. They're a D-grade team. Oh, okay. In what,
1: uh, so the f- how many teams are even in the Canberra Cup?
0: Ah, uh, so there's um, D, C, B, and A grade. Yeah. Um, in D, there was, like, fucking, like, eight teams or some shit, or six or eight. I can't remember what it is now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude, it's actually fucking massive, like, in Canberra. There's, like, a solid group of people that's, that fucking do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. I had to go
1: back and... So, we're talking about bad parenting before. Have a look at this lady here. Oh... <laughs> Look at those meth teeth, son. She's just, that's, Fuck the, yeah, that's the epitome of a fucking bulldog supporter. And you can tell that her kid's a little shit as well. Like He doesn't even know that he's his, a little shit, but his, he's a little cunt. You can just he's, tell. He's
0: got that fucking, you know how like you see kids that are real like little shits and they have fucking sticky stuff on their fucking, like yeah, on dude. their hands and he all He wears that fucking
1: shit. torn clothes to school, never has lunch
0: because mum spent it on meth. Dude. It's a real fucking disgrace. See, I was judging someone before about the bubble gum on my leg, but I think this is legit. Oh,
1: dude, that's what we'll, like. There's only two reasons to do meth: to one, to lose weight, and to be ruin your life. And she's lost all the weight, and she's now just ruining her life. So
0: yeah, dude, the, it's like the um, like the the barrier in fucking Space Invaders, like. <laughs> the barrier is the the weight, the fine line, yeah, yeah. And once that's gone, dude, it's all ruined your life. Yeah, dude.
1: You, you, then like, yeah, it was a joke that I used to have. How you fucking, you lose weight, you lose friendship and family, and you lose teeth, and that's, dude, you it's, fucking, it's all losses with fucking.
0: I just remembered an old bit of yours, man. Um, the first time I ever seen you do comedy was at fucking um Young and Frisky. Yeah, um, and. I think it was like maybe the time after that. You bought in all these little baggies uh, and stuff. The just, meth, yeah, like meth bags fake meth bags and we're just <laughs> fucking throwing it out. Dude, I forgot about that fucking bit. How funny is that oh, shit, dude. dude?
1: Well fuck, like one night after that, some guy like got, cause I was just roasting some cunt and I was like, You're a fat cunt man, like smoke some of this meth, lose some weight, you won't know yourself <laughs> And uh he got really upset and at the end of the comedy night we we're all just having a few drinks. And he's like, can I talk to you? And I was like, yeah, sweet. And he like pulled me aside and he's like, I just want you to know that I work very closely with the AFP and I'll be taking this up the ladder. So you might be hearing from us. What the fuck? And I was like, well, good luck, buddy. <laughs> like In that bag was just casket sugar. Yeah, so yeah. like, bro, I just hope that at one point he went into his office and he's just like, Sarge, Sarge. And he's just like. Not now, dude. All right, Brian, get back to filing the paper. And he's just like, no, no, no. He's just like, I, I, really need, I really need to chat to you, Sarge. And he's like, what's up? And he's just like, I've put my finger on the meth trade. And he's just like, it's a comedian in Canberra. He throws it out at Young and Friskys <laughs> and encourages people to take it. Like we've, we've caught the guy. Like what a fucking idiot, man. Like who would, who would throw real bags of meth out? Yeah, dude. Fucking stupid cunt. Th-
0: that, that dude fucked up because he reckons that like he knows about it, and then wouldn't the first thing you'd learn about meth be what it's worth? Yeah. Like, and then like I don't
1: even know what it's worth, but like, but like you'd know yeah, it's like,
0: worth more than to throw the fucking shit yeah, out.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. Like who's, Ugh. who's going to, and like, it's not like I threw out two bags. I threw out like 38 bags. Like I was yeah. walking around, there was a wireless microphone, people who didn't want to do comedy. I was just giving them bags of meth. They're just there to eat chicken and have some chips and be left alone. And I was like, nah, here's a bag of meth. And they're like, thank you, man. Don't need that. And I was just like, Mm, have you ever fucked on meth? You might need it.
0: That came up in the last episode with Benny, man. fucking on meth? Yeah, part of like rehab should be teaching people how to fuck properly when they're not on meth.
1: Ah, dude, yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude. Well, you'd fuck on meth and you'd fuck for four days and then it'd just be like, look, dude, I'm not coming. You've come maybe once, but... We can fucking this.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, dude, I, I remember that shit. It was fucking great. But the best part about that story, dude, is that that motherfucker blamed you because he was a fat fuck. Yeah. And he took it out on you because he felt bad. It's yeah. like, dude, you fucking like have made a conscious effort to be a fat, obnoxious cunt. Yeah. Stop now, being that at guy. At any point in that fucking series of things you've fucked up. Did I come in and make you be that motherfucker? Yeah,
1: sorry if to be the guy, the beacon of light that made
0: you realize you're a fat piece of shit. Dude. I just want to watch a motherfucker holding up a pair of pants one day on TV and be like, oh, I used to be hundred forty kilos, now I'm down to fucking 78 kilos and I wouldn't be able to do this and make this possible Unless some motherfucker didn't throw a bag of meth at me <laughs> at fucking Young and Friskies when I was oh, eating, I eating chicken.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I suppose that's, that's pretty similar. Like to, along the lines of the, uh, of the jerk that I had, maybe I should just get out like one of those extra, like maybe I should order like a size, like 52 suit pants Fuck yeah! and then just be like, guys, I used to be a <laughs> hundred and fucking 25 kilos and I'm now down to 80 and I couldn't put that. Together, I couldn't be here today without one key ingredient to weight loss, and that's fucking meth.
0: You cunts, (laughs) dude. The best part about that is getting those fucking giant clothes and knowing that once upon a time, some cunt used to actually wear that as his actual clothes. It's like when (laughs) you go to Vinny's, (laughs) it's like um, when you go through the drive-thru in Macca's, right? You think to yourself, like. The person in this drive-thru doesn't realize, but they've fucking served some people tonight that are at, like, the lowest point in their fucking life. And to them, it's just their job to serve those people.
1: Oh, dude, that's me every day I go to McDonald's.
0: Like, the <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, dude, like, you go to Mac and the person's just like, hi, oh, how are you going? But that person may have just served somebody who's, like, going to be talking about what they just did as the lowest point in their life, like, but to them it was just like, oh yeah, order number sixty-three.
1: Yeah, here's your here's your double quarter pounder, but and your
0: someone vanilla coke. Like, how many people do you reckon are doing something right now or whatever? at this point in their life, and they don't realize, but they're actually going to be talking about that as the lowest. Oh,
1: dude, anybody who works in hospitality, people who are playing the pokies non-stop, gambling, drinking every night, those people are at the lowest point of their lives just chasing fucking dragons. <laughs> but you know what they say, man, your losses can't run forever, so just keep chasing them. <laughs> Keep chasing those losses, they're going to fucking tire out before you do
0: You're going to fucking pack cash out soon, no worries That's worry.
1: it, man, you got to get your coin I might have to split, brother, what's the time? Yeah. No, no, bars. it's all good,
0: man I'm pretty sure the GoPro cut out So if you're still listening to this episode The fucking last half of this is just um, going to be audio only so Maybe if- it
1: should just be audio only as well Because people probably won't look, want to look at my fucking nah, sloppy
0: dude. rig Dude, you fucking... <laughs> you'll, you'll get people listening man if they're already listening with me on here man you'll be a fucking breath of fresh air <laughs> so yeah fucking thanks for being on the show man anytime and, man um, sorry i had to cut it a bit short no that's all good double man. book myself for some
1: plans so
0: fucking busy man i'm glad you got to come in no, and do this thanks man thanks for having me brother yeah cheers for being on right. fucking catch you next time and fucking good luck in, in uh newey man
1: appreciate it man thank you very much cheers And if any of you stupid-ass bitches have made it this far, you've been listening to the Marky Worthy Can Podcast. Well, thank you. Can't wait to see your sweet little honey buns again. Mmm. Yeah, you make me feel good in all the right places.